Hello listeners and welcome to another festive episode of State of the Union, your weekly breakdown of all things Scottish independence. I am your hostess with the mostess, Stephen Payton. The date is the 11th of December 2020. Let's get into it. Kicking things off this week, let's take a moment to recognise the one person who has done more to bolster the case for independence recently than anyone else in Scotland, or dare I say it, the whole United Kingdom. Their commitment to wearing down the British state is unmatched in recent months. And for that, they have our thanks. Well done, Boris Johnson, for all that you've done. Johnson's tireless efforts to bring the remnants of the empire to its knees have not gone unnoticed, even if he himself is unwilling to take credit. Such a humble, humble man. Just this week, Johnson had the chance to take some credit when he was asked in the UK Parliament to explain during Prime Minister's questions why 15 consecutive polls now show independence to be a majority position in Scotland. When asked by Glasgow East SNP MP David Linden, why does the Prime Minister think that we've now seen 15 consecutive polls showing majority support for Scottish independence, he simply waffled on about how the question had apparently been answered six years ago, which, as we all know, is how democracy works. Of course, Johnson couldn't answer though. The Tories' plan appears to be to keep pretending that everything is fine while Britannia is crumbling to pieces around them and all they can do is wave their little flags off the white cliffs of Dover. Behind the scenes, however, things may not be so simple. While Johnson may have been keeping stum on the green benches this week, the Secretary for Defence was more willing to speak, albeit carelessly. While answering a question from X. SNP MP Margaret Ferrier, Ben Wallace noted that the Tories were involved in a campaign to, quote, save the Union at the next referendum. Until now, the Tories in Scotland and the rest of the UK have been at great pains to pretend that a second referendum could be 25 years away at least, so this little slip-up may suggest that behind the scenes, the Tories are perhaps being a little more frank with one another. I mean, of course they are, to be honest. It is clear from Downey Street's frantic attempts to set up a second union unit that they are more than aware that another referendum is fast approaching. And as the Defence Secretary, Wallace is generally considered to be the seventh highest ranking politician in the United Kingdom. So it would be fair to say that he is a man who is in the room where these decisions are made. However, since Boris Johnson has done so much for the Yes Movement already, in return, I will do him a kindness and answer the question posed by David Linden. During a meeting of the Public Administration and Constitutional Affairs Committee this week, Tory MP Michael Gove stated that the UK government would be looking to modernise the UK's constitution after Brexit, and that we do need to look at every part of the current constitutional arrangement to make sure that it is fit for purpose. So let's put that into context. Jacob Rees-Mogg also recently said that essentially devolution had weakened our parliament and helped to divide the United Kingdom and that he hopes his government finds an effective way of restoring our constitution to its proper form. This followed the Prime Minister's own comment about how devolution had been a mistake. With several top Tories seemingly setting the Scottish Parliament in their crosshairs, it is pretty reasonable that many Scots are seeking to get out of this union while we can. So Boris, 
I believe that should go some way to answering the question as posed, especially when Scotland is now facing the cliff edge of a no-deal Brexit. Let's hear it though, for the one man who can turn that all around. It wouldn't be a week of constitutional carnage without some input from the one, the only, Gordon Brown! Yes, the former Prime Minister himself has been wheeled out once again, this time tipped to lead a new Labour initiative to stop independence in its tracks. In fact, Keir Starmer is currently preparing to launch a new UK-wide constitutional convention in the near future, according to the Daily Record. Labour are reportedly working on pulling together a blueprint for reforming the entire UK, shaping it into something closer to, of course, a federal state. I am actually quite curious to see how they will respond once they realise that much of the UK doesn't actually have much interest in federalism. The new project was actually announced earlier this year, however only now is Brown tipped to take the top seat. And it's about the least imaginative choice they could have made, to be honest. If anything, however, it does actually reveal something about the state of the pro-union campaign. Where are all the fresh voices speaking out in support of the union? Where are the young people? Well, we know the answer to that one. It's the same faces, it's the same people, and it may reveal a shocking lack of talent for the no campaign come the next referendum. But that does bring us to an end this week. So with all that said, where does that leave the State of the Union? About as oven ready as Boris Johnson's last Brexit deal. See you all again next Friday. 